Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Wake and Rake podcast. My mind, you just wake up and go rake. Featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks. High drive, deep left field for Middlebrooks. Back and that is gone. Third home run of the day for Will Middlebrooks. The trifecta has the Red Sox on top, nine to nothing. And MLB journalist Danny Vietti. Vietti here. He's a yeah, right-handed pitcher. He's six five. So you were right. Thinking he's tall. He is. Pretty tall. From Cottonwood, California. Cottonwood, California. I don't know where I, that is. I don't know where that is either. Want a chance to be featured on the show? Follow at Wake and Rake Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. I'm kind of a big deal. Here's Danny and Will. Episode 36, Wake and Rake Podcast. What's good, party people? We have a special guest today, Brooksy. Yes, I don't we think do. we could have gotten a more credible source to kind of jump on with us here, Danny Vietti, Will Middlebrooks, to talk about the Hall of Fame results for 2022. We could not have gotten a more credible source. You can tease it. Don't say it. We'll let them jump into the video here in a second. Fair enough. There we go. Let's well, let them jump in. All right, all right, I'm not going to edit this. We're just going to let them jump in live. First and foremost, uh, I'm wearing my pink Pitching Ninja shirt. Uh, in support of Emily Walden. Some sad news, uh, but hopefully some positive news will come out of it because she's as strong as they come. Um, She's one of the best in the business. She has been diagnosed with breast cancer. So Emily, if you're listening, we're all behind you. Will, myself, everybody here at the Wake and Rake podcast, we're all behind you. All of our followers are behind you. you I worked out in my shirt yesterday. If you haven't purchased a shirt, head over to RotoWare. Pitching Ninja has some. If they're not available anymore, There are other ways to donate to the cause. So please check it out, support her as much as we can, because she truly is one of the good ones in this business. Can I just say, uh, big poppy, baby. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You can say, is he your first teammate to get inducted into the hall of fame? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's pretty special for you. Like that's kind of cool, right? So I was on uh, CBS sports HQ waiting for the news to drop. I was going on live. So I'm watching TV and like I just got like overwhelmed with emotion when it happened. Like seeing him and he meant a lot to me, man. He he your helped me out mate. a lot. What? It's your locker mate. It, it really was, and he helped me out <clears throat> a lot as a kid and like learning the ins and out of the big leagues. And man, it's just I saw the work that went in on a daily basis and how much he impacted other people's careers as well. So it's really special to see that pay off for him. Yeah, numbers-wise, you can't argue that he was deserved of the recognition. No doubt. Do you doubt. think he's the best DH of all? We'll save this. We'll save this. I have questions for our guests. Fair enough. We'll I will say it. that he, he is dropping in here. What is your first reaction, though? He is the only player to be inducted into the Hall of Fame in the 2022 fail. vote. Absolute fail by the league. Right by the Hall of Fame committee. Yeah, we'll get into it. But I, 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 they sucked at this one. Barry Bond should have got in. 
There he is. The man himself. How you doing? What's up? Can you hear us? Yeah, now I can. How's it going, right. John? I'm good. How are we're, you guys? Uh, we're already rolling on this thing, so we'll, we'll get you in and out of here quick. John Heyman, everyone. <laughs> so, first things first, do you feel a little bit of just relief? Like, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I, I love it. I don't mind. I mean, I mean I'm getting yelled at on Twitter, uh, whether it's Hall of Fame <laughs> no. season or not. So, uh, it's That's par for the course, and... Uh, I like the give and take about 98% of the time. The other 2%, well, I block them. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we, we hyped the hell out of you coming in, John. Nearly 40 years in the sports writing industry, more than a decade as an insider with MLB Network. I want to get your first reaction. David Ortiz is the only player to be voted into the Hall of Fame. Your first immediate reaction when you saw the results. Well, I'm not surprised. We, the Hall of Fame tracker does a great job. So we, we kind of knew that Ortiz was getting in and then nobody else was going to get in. Um, you know, I, I personally, I don't think it's a great day for the writers. I don't think this was the right result because to me, to have Ortiz go in on the first ballot and we know that Bonds and Clemens are now out completely after 10 ballots, they're, they're each 0 for 10. Um, something is not right there to me. Anyway, I mean, this is all personal opinion. You know, I did vote for Bonds. I know it's weird that I didn't, I didn't quite vote for Clemens, but I, I mean, I see the case for Clemens. I, I just see that narrative with Bonds that I don't think he did steroids until around 2000 and really took off from there. But by 1996, uh, he had, there was not one player in the history of baseball who had both more home runs and more stolen bases than Barry Bonds. So to me, he was a Hall of Famer by then. You could make the case for Clemens. He didn't have 200 wins. He was in the twilight of his career, went to Toronto, started winning Cy Youngs again. I mean, you can make that case. I didn't quite get there, but you know, I'm on the anti-steroid uh, bandwagon. I know that's the minority at this point, but I, Bonds is the one guy I make the exception for. I didn't initially vote for him, just like I didn't vote for Ortiz in the first year. I mean, to me, Ortiz, great player, one of the most clutch players of all time. I mean, I certainly can see him as a great candidate. I just think it's weird that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens went 10 times, didn't get in, and Ortiz gets in right away. To me, there were eight guys with steroid links on this ballot, Probably the seven best players, including Ortiz, had steroid links. And to me, four of them had better careers than Ortiz. A-Rod did, Manny Ramirez, Clemens, and Bonds. Not to take anything away from Ortiz was fabulous. But uh, so, I mean, I guess that wasn't such a short answer. But, I, you know, if we didn't have the tracker, I would have been shocked. I kind of knew it, but I don't agree with it. Well, let me, yeah, let me follow it up with, with you there. I'm sorry to cut you off, Brooksy, because you, you hit on something that kind of piqued my interest there. What changed for you? You said that you did not initially vote for Bond. Yeah. But you did now. What changed for you? Well, I, you know, I was of a mind really not to vote for any steroid guys and certainly not on the first ballot. So I, I, th I changed very quickly on Bonds. I, I think it was probably by the second year I started to vote for him because I, I bought the narrative that he saw McGuire and Sosa pass him by using steroids and you know, he just wanted to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak, and started doing steroids and became really like Babe Ruth at that point with the steroids. So, uh, you know, I think the Hall of Fame would be odd without Barry Bonds and will, will be odd without Barry Bonds because I'm not sure 
when he's getting in, if he's getting in. And, you know, at this point, I'm a little regretting, regretting on Clemens because we now have a player. This is the first player, I believe, who's voted in who has the clear steroid link. I mean, there are certainly suspicions about a lot of the players who have been voted or a few of the players who have been voted in. But uh, David Ortiz did fail that test in 2003, the survey test. I know we say reportedly, but he did fail the test. And, uh, you know, I know it was a survey. I know it was supposed to be kept confidential. But, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, it did not. It was not kept confidential. It became public. And we know that he and Manny Ramirez and Sammy Sosa and Gary and Sammy Sosa, um, I think there were four people we know about, but at least three that I can recall at this moment that failed that 2003 uh, steroid survey test. Was good with Poppy, at least. I mean, I know with the 2003 survey test and all that, but for the next 13 years, well, he didn't he didn't get popped at all. And we saw yeah. what he did. His career continued to get better and better and better. I played with him for three years in 12, yeah. 13, and 14, and I never saw another player get tested more than David Ortiz. I'm talking there were weeks where he would have three tests in a week. And yeah. there, were, there were players on the team that had two tests all year. Yeah, you know, well, I was, mean, it was insane. I'm not sure. I, you know, I have to go back and look at exactly how it worked, but he probably brought it on himself by failing that test in 2003. I mean, you could say that about Barry Bonds. We don't know of any, any test that Barry Bonds failed. And we know that he did steroids, right? And same with Roger Clemens. We don't know of any test. Maybe they did fail a test. We don't, we don't know of it, though. Um, we do know that David Ortiz failed that test. I know we say reportedly, but I can tell you I, I know that he failed that test. And it's pretty clear. I mean, he didn't deny it. He said that he was taking GNC things at the time. And, uh, but he knows. I mean, they told pe the people who failed. They know, but, you know, he's very good at, you know, I mean, he's a really uh, great personality, but he's great at marketing and PR and he says the right things and he said it smart and he said, I, you know, I went to GNC and, uh, you know, who knows what I got. I wasn't as careful as I should have been at the time. Maybe that's the story. We don't know, but, uh, you know, he did fail that test. Now, that being said, I don't begrudge him getting in. He's probably not the only guy who did a steroid or a PED. He was in the Hall of Fame. He had an incredible career. You're absolutely right. He never failed another test. There was never any other inkling that he did any steroids other than this. He only has that one link. But to me, I, I do think, you know, I've always said it's not about personality. It's not about marketing. It's not about who we like. But I think my argument has taken a hit with this because I think people love David Ortiz so much that he flew in, I mean, obviously a great player, obviously clutch, certainly there's a great case for him, but to me, it's a little unusual that he flew in, Sammy Sosa also failed that test, and there's no other steroid link to Sosa, I know it's not exactly the same case, because we know that Sosa hit 60 home runs three times, and all this, and you can look at it, his whole body of work, and pretty much assume, and he was called before Congress, and he didn't really show that he speaks English, which he does. But the, the link that both guys have is that they failed that 2003 survey test. Other than that, they have incredible careers. So to me, Sammy Sosa and Ortiz have similar cases, both clearly Hall of Famers on their baseball achievements. Both have that same steroid link filling that 2003 test. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd shop at GNC, and for whatever reason, I don't look like Big Poppy. Maybe I'm just not looking <laughs> enough weight, I guess. But Big Poppy doesn't look jacked, though. Maybe I'm He's just like, not taking it right. Supplements, like, like, hey, like I, And this isn't me just defending a friend. This is me. If you look at his body from 2002, 2003, it's the same body type. He's not, like, jacked. He's just big. He doesn't have, like, abs. He's not ripped up. He's just always been that, like, a big boiler. It's, I mean... It's like hard as a rock, but it's like he, he didn't have abs. He has he just has a keg, right? He just has like a it's not a six pack. It's just a keg is what he called it. But, um, but I mean, on a personal level, just watching what he did work wise, preparation wise, not just for himself, but to get his teammates ready to talk sure. pitching. He would hold hit, hitters meetings. He was in the weight room four or five days a week. It, just seeing seeing the work he put in, I, I don't want tonight to be about bonds and clemens and the writers or about 2003 i want us to actually be able to celebrate his career and well, we i can't. i know Brooks, yes i'm we, biased we can't, i know though. we can't because yes two, we can we I can will. celebrate we, we're gonna get off here and you can go sit in a corner and talk no, about no, no, no. fake tests and this and that and i'm gonna go <laughs> and i'm gonna call him i'm gonna facetime i'm gonna send you a picture of it and we're gonna have a cigar together over facetime how about that I'm not saying let's <laughs> not celebrate Poppy. I'm there with you. All I'm saying is if we're going to celebrate a guy, as John just uh, referred to, if we're going to celebrate a guy that did show up on a test, what may it be true, may it be uh, sketchy, however you want to describe it, he did show up on it. And the fact that we have other guys that are not in the Hall of Fame that may or may not have showed up on similar tests, it's hard to celebrate one guy when two other guys, three other guys should have gotten in. And, and two John, other guys didn't play in an era where there was testing, really. I mean, it's true. And John, let me, let me follow it up with this. So you had Barry Bonds, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Scott Rowland, and Kurt Schilling on your ballot. And, of course, you do have a vote. Let me ask you this. You did not vote for David Ortiz on this ballot. Would you have voted for him in the future? I guess we'll never know. I mean, I did change on Bonds. I, I might have changed on Ortiz. I, I'm not sure. Um, that's a good question. I, you know, I would tend to doubt it just because I, I don't vote for guys with steroid links and, uh, other than bonds whose narrative I bought and, uh, I, I probably would not have, but I mean, I mean, you know, we'll make some good, obviously good points and he knows him well, and I'm sure he worked incredibly hard to become the player that he did become. And, um, you know, I, I think those are fair points. I, I will say that you know, I'm not sure anyone w works as hard or harder than A-Rod worked, and he's not getting that kind of support. Now, obviously, it's a lot of it's a different case. He's got some really clear steroid links there. There's no there's no debating that. So uh, I I get it. But I mean, you know, Will's right. I mean, Ortiz had a fabulous career. I if I was going to name the most clutch hitter that I ever saw, it probably would be David Ortiz, and uh, he's certainly a great personality and. Certainly was in the middle of uh, a Boston strong movement, which was, you know, really great for the city of Boston. And I great, I, I certainly get his popularity in Boston. I, I'm just a little surprised that he is this popular around the country, but good for him that he is. And uh, that's the way it is. And, that, you know, I'm not going to argue against him strongly because uh, he's an incredible player. And I'm sure we have other guys who have some steroid link in the hall and we'll have others in the future. I did. My point was just that it's a little strange to me that we've excluded bonds and Clemens and other guys who had even greater careers as great as a career as Ortiz had, and we've excluded them. So that's really all my point is. The, um, 
the more I really dug into this, Bonds, who I, I think is a Hall of Famer, I think if you go around the league, which the player's opinion doesn't matter on this, everybody votes for Bonds. But just looking at, like, the narrative of when he started steroids, which is 1998 to 2000, 1998, he was a four, he got to the 400-400 club. So that body of work before steroids up right. to that point I thought was pretty impressive uh, considering no one else is even in that club. And then Clemens, obviously, I think he got into it probably mid-90s, um, it seems, mid to late 90s, and he had four more Cy Youngs after that. I know what Barry did. I know the home runs. I get them. But yeah. the body of work he got to 200 wins in 97, May of two, 97, I believe. Um, and I feel like at that point he had already started taking steroids. So before, yeah. if you take that second half of his career out, that's why I think Bond's a Hall of Famer and Clemens isn't. Well, good for you. Uh, you and I uh, agree. And uh, we're in the minority there because they basically got the same votes. I know uh, Keith Law was one who voted for Bond's, not Clemens. There are a couple of guys like that. Did Bond's get maybe one or two more votes? I'm not truly sure, but yeah. basically people see them as a pair. And uh, I came close on voting for Clemens uh, this time. Finally, I, I didn't quite do it, but uh, he's got a, a compelling case. I do think that the younger players, just like the younger writers, are more apt to vote for guys with steroid links. Yeah. You go back to the older players or even players in that era who did not do steroids, I don't think they support Bonds and Clemens. I, I do think that the younger players, the players that you would know, Will, uh, do support certainly Bonds and probably Clemens as well. But uh, you talk to some of the older guys, you know, they might avoid the issue, uh, but, you know, it, it's easier if you're a ball player to say out loud, I support, not, not talking about you, but it's easier to say, I support this guy, I support that guy. But there aren't that many people who will say no. I did, I did hear Jake Peavy on MLB Network make the case against Alex Rodriguez, but I, I, and I think Mike Cameron kind of did too, but that was almost rare. Uh, but, you know, to go publicly against uh, Bonds, uh, probably, you're probably right. The, the, the younger players... Would not do that. They they are all in favor of it, and, and we all grew up. We all grew up watch. We grew up watching him. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I think that played. age, the guys who are my age and played, uh, I, they're not so un, unanimous in support of Bonds and Clemens. Um, the, the term "product of their era" does that? I mean, does that mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. To you? No, I, I get it. You know, my my thing is that if if you did steroids, you know, I I'm not so. Uh, set on the character clause. I mean, I, I vote for Kurt Schilling every year. I voted, voted. I should put that in the past tense because he's now off the ballot and, and really he has only himself to blame. If he hadn't said, don't vote for me, I don't, right. I don't want your vote, I think he would have gotten in this year. So I, I'm not, I, you know, he, he doesn't seem to ever do the right thing, but I, I'm not going to listen to him. You know, a guy who doesn't do, ever do the right thing, I'm not taking his advice. I think he's clearly a Hall of Famer and I voted for him. He has no steroid link. His yeah. war lifetime is 79.5, which is barely, slightly above Joe DiMaggio. You know, if you're above Joe DiMaggio, you're, you're probably a Hall of Famer. So, you know, I vote for him. But, uh, you know, it, it's not about the character. With this, To me, this is, is about cheating. It's about cheating the game and cheating your opponents. And the fact that these guys who did steroids – um, they got more money, more accolades. You know, they have better statistics. 
And how authentic are these statistics? Now, I, I, I make the case, and as did you, that Bonds' stats pre-steroids were authentic and fantastic and Hall of Fame worthy. But to sit here and say what Gary Sheffield's stats would have been or a lot of these guys were really good players, but not of that stature. You know, I couldn't swear to you that he would have those same stats or would have had a Hall of Fame stats. So, yeah, Scott, Scott to me, they're not authentic. Steroids. Scott if Scott Scott Rowland takes steroids and hits a ton more homers than this. He's already in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I vote for Scott Rowland. I, I like the candidates who are all around players. I thought he was an incredible defender. I think we kind of overlooked third base. We've shortchanged that position. Has the fewest number of Hall of Famers, I believe, seventeen. So I vote for him. I mean, Andrew Jones, same thing. Great all around player. Ten Gold Gloves. Four hundred thirty four home runs. To me, that's a Hall of Famer. Obviously, his career kind of went off a cliff at the end. But, um, you know, it's a tough ballot because you had seven really great players and they all had some sort of steroid link. Every single one of them was seven really great players. And then you had like 14, not quite as great, but still pretty great players who you can make a case for. I put Schilling at the top of that list. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I, you know, I, I get the guys who hand in the, the, the blank ballot because, you know, if you don't vote for steroids, you eliminate the, the best of the best on this ballot. And then you have all the other guys. And I mean, to me, it's hard to look at Schilling's career and not vote for him, but, you know, he obviously asked for it. So I guess I listening to him and not voting for him. So I get the no bat, no vote ballots, but I never have done that. You know, I can't envision doing that, but it's allowed. You know, if you, you want to participate and you don't believe anybody deserves it, you should hand in a blank ballot. You alluded to the character clause that is involved with the voting for the Hall of Fame. Do you believe that the Hall of Fame should take a big red marker and cross out the character clause? <laughs> it, it, this is a hypothetical, of course, and we could talk theories all day. But yeah. do you believe it should be crossed out and annulled, if you will? Well, everybody can interpret it how they want. The way I interpret the character clause, and to me, Kurt Schilling, you know, I wouldn't say that he has great character. Let me just say up front, and I made this point at MLB Network today, it's not about politics. It's nothing to do with politics. Mariano Rivera uh, was also a big Trump fan, and we all knew it. And he was the, he's the only unanimous Hall of Famer. Not one person did not vote for Mariano Rivera. So I think that's pretty clearly tells you we don't look at a guy's politics. Um, you know, the reason some people don't vote for Schilling is he, he's made a lot of reprehensible comments. Not that they're right, not that they're politically right comments. They're really pretty gross. They're disgusting, the comments that he made. But to me, the character clause, I look at it and I count it. But to me, it's a pretty low, it's a low bar. If, if someone's a murderer, yeah, then I wouldn't vote for him, and that that would be that'd be bad character. But if someone has just made a bunch of stupid comments or even really gross comments, I'm not going to say you're not a Hall of Famer. That I'm going to throw out your entire career over that. So, to me, you know, I vote for Kurt Schilling. You know, so my, I guess my bar is low on the character, but some people have a higher bar. They're not going to. That's change. why you're on here with They're us. Not, <laughs> yeah, I got a low bar. No, that's your part. <laughs> No, you said it doesn't have anything to do with politics, but I feel like it can still taint someone's feelings about someone because at the end of the day, you guys are still human. I mean, 
you could. But no still, one's going to vote the Hall of Fame because he's conservative. I Correct. mean, Ariana no, Rivera was I, I agree. out there. I'm, I'm saying, but it Trump can still change how someone feels about him personally. And okay, maybe but it's not going to change. If, their if they're on the fence, can be like, yeah. oh, I don't really like him. <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. Not you I don't personally, think it, but I, I just. Yeah, I, I don't see that if someone says, "Oh, I support Trump," or I'm, you know, for this conservative political view, that's not going to affect anybody. I, I don't believe that. You know. Um, there are a lot of Hall of Famers out there that are, I think, to the right of Schilling, you know, or I don't know if that's possible, but in that same <laughs> genre, they're in that same genre, and I was thrilled to vote for them. I'm not thrilled to vote for Schilling, but I vote for him every year because he's a Hall of Famer. The baseball book, museum. <laughs> it's a museum, right. But, but I, to me, it's more of an honor than a museum. You know, I mean, we all look at this every year and debate it, and that's really what it's about. I mean, there are some people many people who go to the museum and enjoy the museum but you know i mean right now bonds is in the museum in various ways with all of his records and all that so it's still part of the museum but you know to me i don't believe that it's to me it's an honor so i'm not going to honor somebody who i think cheated in the game and that's what caused him to have hall of fame statistics so that that's how i separated okay. but you know, some guy, somebody may look at that character clause and really, you know, really take it seriously and, and not vote. I think somebody didn't vote for Clemens because of the character clause. So, you know, but that's that's few and far between. That's only a few people who are good. Do, do yeah. you do you dream about this stuff at night because you talk about it so much? <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> I don't remember any dream like this, and uh, I, I'm, I'm praying I don't dream about it uh, hey, from also, now on. Hey, the only no. reason you're not on the ballot, Brooks, is because character clause. You know that, right? I oh, am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, they should have. They should have a separate Hall of Fame. For I mean, who characters. doesn't get in with 43 career homers? Come on. Come on. Hey, it's 43 more than I hit, so I, I got to <laughs> tell you, it's pretty damn, pretty darn good. Danny, too, remind him. And a ring. You got a ring also. So this thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks to right. Mr. David Ortiz. He hit 650, 688 in that World Series. 11 for what? 16 with 12 walks. Who's counting? Whew. Wow. Yeah, I covered that series. He did, I, know, I remember that he did well, but I, I didn't have those statistics at my counter. You know, I tripped, you know, I tripped Alan Craig on purpose because I wanted us to win at home. <laughs> they hadn't won at home in a hundred years. I remember years. that play like it was yesterday. I'm sure you, you did too. too. <laughs> yeah, I was right there in St. Louis. Jim Joyce was, told me, he said, Jimmy, what am I supposed to do? Said, disappear, hey, you're a competitor. You're a competitor. And that's, uh, you know, it's a great moment because you ended up winning anyway. I mean, I guess Thank if God. you guys didn't win the World Series, you, you might have felt. I'd have been the next Bill Buckner, Johnny. Yeah, you might not have felt so good about it. <laughs> yeah, I know Bill, I Buckner, Bill Buckner has not deserved this treatment. I covered no, him as an no. Angels beat writer in 1988. What a great guy, and uh, that's really a shame. I mean, because he had a terrific what a career. He had terrific too. career. Wow. I mean, you know, I was uh, at college in Northwestern when he was a Cub, and boy, he was beloved. Oh my God! So, uh, yeah, it's really not fair. Because I mean, what did he have? He probably had over twenty five hundred hits. You know, he had a terrific yeah, he career. Yeah, good stuff. What do you got, Danny? I want to speed things up a little bit, and then we want to get you to sleep because. Mm. I just know you're exhausted from this entire process. Well, I'm not. I gotta go play tennis with my daughter. 
There it goes. There it is. Yeah. Uh, animal. Animal. <laughs> she's got a big. She's got a big tryout for her team tomorrow. She's. She wins. She's in the singles uh, department. If All not, right. she's well, going to have to be a doubles player. So she can beat right. me, but that's no accomplishment anyway. Yeah, she can beat me too, I'm sure. But we call right, this. We'll speed it up. What do we got? We yes, call she this. Could. Yeah, she could. Uh, we call this fast five. So I'm not going to ask you whether you will vote him in or vote him not in. I'm going to ask if you think, in your professional opinion, this player will get in. So I have five players on this list. It's just your professional opinion from where you stand. If you think your consensus, you know the voters a lot better than we do, whether they'll get in. So the first guy I have on this list is the recently retired Buster Posey. Will he get in? Yes. Dustin Pedroia? No. Andrew Jones, who you did have on your ballot, which I loved. I'm going to say no, but I, I support him. At the only player in baseball, 400-plus home runs and 10 gold gloves. Or, or one of four players, excuse me. Griffey, Willie Mays, Andrew Jones. There might be one more on that list, too. But Todd Helton. Yes, I think he gets in. And the last one I have on this list is Alex Rodriguez. Will he get into the Hall of Fame? No, I don't think he does. No shot. Brooks, do you agree with us? <laughs> yeah, I No shot. Yeah. There's a red side talking. Think, no think, shot. I, how many years does uh, – Andrew Jones have him. Oh boy! Oh yeah, he's got he's got a few more. I would say that's about right. Six or seven more years. It's. I think it gets close. I mean, he like this year was a perfect ballot for Poppy. I think maybe just going to take a perfect ballot. Yeah, we got a lot of guys coming off the ballot now, so you know that's going to help. I think Roland will get in in the next year or two. What about Billy Wagner? I know Andrew Jones. I'm not sure. Billy Wagner. You know, I think he'll get in. I have not voted for him yet, but uh, Wagner and Helton, I'm getting close to voting for. So I agree. I might vote for them in subsequent years, but I take it year by year. We'll see how it goes. They have time to go, and I I think Helton and Wagner probably do get in. All right, John, go put on your Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer cap on, but I can't thank you (laughs) enough for for joining us. I hope you're a headband guy. That's right. Yeah, put your daughter to school. Let her kick your ass a little bit in tennis and uh, (laughs) some sleep, all right? Yeah, we're going to raise her confidence by having her beat me 6-0. I'm not, not on purpose either. I'm going to try. <laughs> Thanks, right, John. We appreciate, appreciate you. All right. Great talking to you. See you later, guys. That was great stuff. He's so good at what he does. Here's, here's my one I thing. I thought he was falling asleep there for a second. His eyes were closed. He was talking with his eyes closed. That's why, yeah. that's why I was like, do you dream about this? I told but him. I, I, I but said, I think he was looking down at, like, yeah, I think he was just looking down. Because he was talking normal. If. Yeah, it's like I told him go get some sleep, and he says he's about to go do a tennis match with his daughter. Dude's an animal. He's a stud, man. That was fun, and it's nice to have like an actual voter on who I, I love that he voted for Bonds and not Clemens. That's fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. I still, I, I, yeah, I bit my tongue because he was our guest. He pissing me off about David Ortiz. Okay, so I know uh, for a fact he failed it. No, you don't, John. Yeah, you don't. You don't know that. Literally, the anyway. commissioner of baseball came out and said there was an issue with those tests. Mm-hmm. They didn't even they couldn't even give us a substance that he failed it for. So how are you going to say, oh, he, he, failed, he for sure failed it for, for a PED? We don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I was in the minor leagues and they really were getting tough into testing, like 2007, 2008, 2009, they have what's NSF approved. It's a company that like muscle milk, all the proteins, any, any supplements – 
has to go through an NSF approved company to make sure it's not tainted. Because if it just comes straight from muscle milk or straight from, I don't know, you name the company where a pre-workout comes from or wherever, it can be because there's stuff within that factory that has illegal substances that baseball players can't take. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's like residue and this and that, and it can get mixed into your protein and that. So NSF approved, if it's not NSF approved and have a little label label on the back, we couldn't take it. That's why before that, those guys would just, the teams weren't loaded up with, with all the supplements for guys like they are now. So they literally on their own. And I've talked to guys from that early two thousands, that era, they would just go to GNC, load up on protein, load up on pre-workout, load up on amino acids, multivitamins, all this stuff. And it, wasn't going through the process of being NSF approved, making sure it wasn't tainted. And that's why some guys got popped. You had a nutritionist at Boston, correct? Every major. Yeah. Yeah. When you went to GNC and purchased your supplements slash protein, whatever it may be, they bought them for you. Yeah. Or there are some stores that had the logo on it, that they were NSF approved. Mm Mm-hmm. And now, nowadays, a lot of them do. A lot more stuff is because a lot of places have drug testing for PEDs, not just professional sports. So it's becoming a more well-known thing. But when I was in the early minor leagues, I couldn't, I mean, I would still go get like protein and stuff like in the off seasons, but they would, they would give you stuff that, but it's just, it was never enough. They couldn't give everybody, you know, enough, mm-hmm. a tub of protein and some pre-workout. Like that's about it. Like some vitamins. But um, yeah, they, those players just didn't know any different. Like they just go get their stuff for their workouts thinking, oh, it's just protein or it's just a pre-workout. They don't expect it to be tainted or like come up in a test. They're not, they're not trying to cheat. They're just taking their shit like they normally would. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Can I float you a metaphor going back oh. to our bonds conversation here? Okay. Barry Bonds clearly took steroids. We know that. I'm not rejecting that i'm not i'm not throwing that out the window do we know when no will we ever know when probably do we ever will we ever know watch like his body change then you're looking at like 99 right but it's all subjective it's all in theory right but what we do know is that he never tested positive correct a major league baseball administered test So so testing didn't start till 2003 now, but in 91, 1991, it was made a rule that you could not take steroids. Sure. So it was breaking a rule. There was just no test for it yet. But was he breaking a rule if we didn't know he did it? Because he didn't test positive ever with right. a major league. So, so oh. hear me out. This is where I'm getting at. Okay. okay. Hear me out on this. My metaphor that I'm using is evidence that is inadmissible in court. So, for example... There could be a murder weapon. And I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I, for, for the record, cannot stand the United States judicial system. I think it is a piece of shit. I think it needs serious reconstruction. Regardless, that is the system we are using. If there is a murder weapon, eh, maybe not a murder weapon. It's, if there is, okay, this is a great example. So if you record someone saying this was the Brian Banks story, he was an Atlanta Falcons player. He had been in prison uh, for falsely accused for rape when he was in high school, he got out of prison and uh, finally got his charges uh, uh, quit, dropped essentially. And then he eventually made the practice squad for the Falcons. Great story. He had his, the woman that accused him of rape, he had her recorded that said, I, 
that you did not rape me. She said that to Brian Banks, but she did not, excuse me. He did not walk in there and tell her she was being recorded. So that device that he used in that excerpt, that quote was inadmissible in court. This is a very long metaphor, and I don't mean to be insensitive toward, insensitive toward rape charges here because steroids and baseball and sports right. uh, in, incomparable to what we're dealing right. with here. So, but, yes, you couldn't use that, but everyone making the decisions knew of it. So the test that Barry Bonds tested positive, and I'm not denying he used steroids, but the tests that were administered by Major League Baseball, he never tested positive. So how can you leave him out? of a baseball hall of fame that is dependent on major league baseball when he never broke the rules, according to major league baseball administered tests. I I'm on the bond strain, man. I think he's the best hitter of all time. In my opinion, power hitter. I mean, look at the numbers, man. Seven time MVP, 12 times silver slugger, but on top of that, he won two batting titles as well. Yeah. So it's like, it was, it was average as well. Like he's, I think he's the best all-around hitter of all time. Mm-hmm. He was walked with the bases loaded, for God's sake. It's like, it was Josh Hamilton, though. Yeah. True. But he wasn't Barry Bonds. No. It, both okay. love, they both love drugs, but just different ones. <laughs> Damn, he had to go there. Uh, okay, I, 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 read your, I read your tweet, and you said that regardless of Bonds being in the Hall of Fame or not, players recognize his greatness and players will recognize him as a hall of famer. That's true. If you pulled any current or X player, it would probably be 95%. I, it would be over 90%. People would vote him in because they know how hard the game was. They know the era in which he played in and who he was competing against. And no one's, we talked about this earlier, go to his baseball reference page. If you want to see baseball porn. Nice. That's what it is. Yeah. There were a ton of guys had all kinds of shit running through their veins during the time that he was competing against them, and nobody's number looked like his. Nobody's even sniffing it. He's got more intentional, close. He's got more intentional walks than the entire Tampa Bay Rays franchise. Like that is franchise nuts. nuts that's dude. also well. That's also an American I don't care. League. No, I don't care. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's still cool. It's still cool. It's still cool. But um. Yeah, man. And, and what we brought up earlier, like 400 home runs, 400 stolen bases before they even think he started taking steroids. Yeah. He got to that by 1998. 1998. He still had nine more years left. Yeah. It's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And it, no one else is in that 400-400 club. Mm-hmm. No one. And they won't be. Yeah. It's tough, man. And by the way, I want to circle back on your Ortiz. I, I said I don't think we can really celebrate him i didn't mean i don't want to celebrate him i want to i want to i want to emphasize that i want to celebrate ortiz it's just hard to when the elephant in the room is two other guys that were supposedly accused of steroids didn't make it in after 10 years that's what i meant by that i think it's yeah no i hear you you hear something cool it's a disservice really yeah he had 10 seasons of 100 rbis bonds no pop ortiz oh pop yeah i want i got some poppy stats for you me too, man. Three World Series, he hit 455, is a 576 on base percentage. At oh, wow. age 40, which was his final season, 2016, he led all of baseball in slugging percentage. Jeez, that's not Tell nice. me that is not one of the most powerful hitters, feared hitters of all time. Okay, hypothetically, if Barry Bonds had the facade 
of David Ortiz, would Barry Bonds have been voted in? Probably. Barry Bonds is notably a kind of an asshole, especially to reporters. So that's what I was getting at with John. I was like, if you don't, when we didn't really dig into it much, because I didn't yeah. want to put him in a bad spot. But I think there's people that don't vote for people, because, not because they think they don't deserve it, but because they don't like them. Yeah, it's not even necessarily the character clause. It's just like they have a personal vendetta against them, you know? Exactly. I think that's a real thing. We forget these voters. It's not a, this isn't a computer system. Like these are human beings who tried to get interviews with them and, and Barry told them to F off, you know, which I I know a guy that, that personally felt that. So, okay. Shout out Mitch Stevens. He's a writer for max preps right now. He told me his first ever big league game at, uh, I believe it was Oracle park and it might've been candlestick park. He went in for interviews. Barry Bonds had, I don't know, he surprisingly had a not so great game and he went up to Bonds and Bonds basically gave him the cold shoulder and didn't even give him an answer to his question. And Mitch is one of the best dudes too. So uh, that's just to say like Bonds isn't the best dude in the world. At least he wasn't great to reporters. And then we get into the next question. It's like, why are reporters the judgment, uh, the judges, for the Hall of Fame, like, why are we not? I was getting this. Players? Like, at what point? Like, why are like? I love John Heyman. Like, no, me he too. Is a, yeah. He's a great dude. He's helped me a lot in my career. He's helped CBS my wife. guy right there. CBS guy, formerly. He, he's all, formerly, formerly right. But great guy. Like, he helped me out so much on the media side of things. Like, if I have any question, I can text him, call him anytime, and he gives me an answer like that. Um. So this isn't. I, I didn't want to dig too deep into that because I didn't want to put him in a bad spot. Yeah. But I. Why are the I know this is just because it's always been this way, but why are people that have never played the game the gatekeepers of the Hall of Fame? Not only that, but they're also the judgment. Uh, excuse, I keep saying judgments. The judges of character. Like I can guarantee you, I'm not saying that John's one of these There's guys. Probably the some way. writers that are assholes too. Like, how many of those writers have a, they've done? How many of those, those writers have a DUI on to their name? Right. How many of those writers are taking some not so pleasant substances from GNC? Man. I don't know, man. Jack, Jack that, that 3D. Somebody, I don't know. Doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, but it's just how it is, and it's how it's always been, and it's always going to be that way, unfortunately. But there's a lot of let me say this though, there are a ton of writers that I really respect, and I and I respect their vote. And there's a lot of them, but there's just it, it's just like any job, any group of people, you're not gonna like everybody. I just at some point. I feel like there's got to be some, even if it's just, maybe you have to be in the Hall of Fame to have a vote. Like something, like you can't say all ex-players. That's not fair. That's too many people. Right. Like there's not that many living Hall of Famers. Why not give them a vote? Well, here's the curious thing too. Guys like yourself, former player, now in the media business, why are no former players? Because they say, well, media members only. Media members only, writers only. We have a handful, I mean, Bad example, but Alex Rodriguez, David Ortiz. You see this? That makes me a unicorn. Yeah. You should get a – I'm, I, I should, I'm not saying this because I'm your buddy. I'm not saying this because we have a podcast together. You absolutely should get a vote. I trust your opinion a whole lot more than I trust Johnny, who did the beat in Pittsburgh for two years. I shouldn't say Johnny. We just got off the – I thought you were talking about Heyman there for a sec. I was like – Okay. Brian, <laughs> not Johnny. Brian. Johnny knows. Johnny knows his shit. Brian, though, he's a dickhead. I don't even know who Brian is, but we're going to go with Brian. What do you think of this last point here? 
Major League Baseball's all-time hits leader, all-time home run leader, and all-time Cy Young leader are all not in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Pete Rose. I saw your tweet. That was really good. Um, That's wild, man. To think about like no context. this This was a major fail by the voting system, by not having Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. I'd even go on a limb to say Clemens as well. Just because of the era that they played in, who they played against, I think they should both be in the Hall of Fame. I think, I mean, I know Pete Rose has done a lot of stupid shit, but he also has over 4,200 hits. Like, we turn our nose up at that like it's not that big of a deal. Bro, a 1,000 hits is a ton. A ton. Yeah, and he's got a 1,000 hits more than all like, the players. Really good. So, if you have, like, a freaking crazy season, you get 200 hits. Right. Like, nuts. Like, one of the best seasons ever you'll ever have in your career. Like, Pedroia had these shirts made. They're called the 200 Club for if anybody ever got 200 hits mm-hmm. because he did it before. Like, it doesn't happen. Like, that's just 200. Like, you take 200 of his hits away, he still has over 4,000. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. crazy. Like, I don't – man, I get the whole character thing. I The whole betting against baseball, I get it as a rule. But he, he did it majorly as a manager, and he always – it's been proven and said that he bet for his team to win. He never bet against his team. Shit, I I bet on life every day I walk out. No one's yelling at me. He should have been placing money on Rogaine and uh, hair dye. Bro, that, that dude went from gray to black hair real quick. Real he, quick. You think he cares? He always has that white, like, uh, sense he had onto it. It's so brutal. <laughs> he pro- it's probably black on the inside from the dye in his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. We got to wrap this up. All right, all right, all right. Wait, next time we talk, though, next time we do a podcast, I want to ask you about Dustin Pedroia and his Hall of Fame candidacy because I know that you have thoughts Dude, on that. But we'll see. Hey, I got a good. I I got. No, I just got one good line because all I'm right. gonna forget this. He got asked about David Ortiz today, and he said, "I love playing in the World Series with David Ortiz." And everyone's like, "Really? Why?" And he's like, "Because when he played first, because when he played, I got to play second and first. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, That's amazing. All right, man. This was fun. All right, party people. Peace out. Until next time. Peace.